<laughs> All right. Should we dive into it here? Yeah. 2024 products? Yeah, man. That's this what is, everyone wants. This is uh, this is some exciting stuff. You know, every year we are chomping at the bit, chewing our fingernails off, waiting for the technology to come out. Everyone posts these blurry photos, you know, and it just it, it keeps you going. You're just like, what's behind it? What's behind it? You're waiting for like this guy or that guy to leak it and HHA, their new sites. We got, we got I, I guess what I would consider what the big five. Prime came out with the RVX Matthews. But do you even lift, bro? This word is a little bit of a swear word around here, but Hoyt. Botech? Botech. There's a lot. Well, we want to jump into PSE. Dudley shooting it. That's notable. I think he gets kind of a bad rap. I just don't want to admit it. Yeah, I don't want to exactly. admit that I'm a Dudley fanboy. Easton Arrows, the new Stokerized Aluma Acrylic Topo Series Stabilizers. Welcome to the Range Podcast. I'm Ricky Bruley, and with me is Jake Hollywood Iverson. Join us at the Archery Range, where we'll tell stories from the hunt, discuss technical bow shooting tactics and gear, and pick the brains of some of the most successful people to ever shoot a bow. Whether you're about to shoot that axe for the win or send an arrow at a trophy buck, this podcast is for you. The Range Podcast is brought to you by Vapor Trail Archery, makers of the best bowstrings money can buy, originators of limb-driven arrow rest technology, and innovators of stokerized stabilizer systems. Welcome to The Range, everybody. I'm Ricky Bruley, and I am super excited today, and for a number of reasons. Uh, first and foremost, it's that time of year uh, that we turn into drooling little kids staring through the window of the candy shop. Bow manufacturers typically launch their uh, latest lineups, and it's always exciting to see what new technologies will be released. We'll dive into the second thing that has me all fired up here shortly. Last and most importantly, I've got my trusty sidekick Hollywood back in the studio, so I'm really stoked about that to provide all of you amazing listeners with some top-notch millennial wisdom. Hollywood, how you doing, brother? Pretty good, man. <laughs> Am I the second thing that's all exciting and getting you going? Um, well, uh, <laughs> or my number one, you, well, number one, really, I just, that's why I saved, I saved you for last best for last. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. So yeah, that's, no, how we're this, doing well. that's how this goes, you know, busy, <laughs> busy season's done, I'd say, but, uh, you and I are never not busy. So yeah, it doesn't I mean, stop. It's just, it's just constant now. So our busy season is year round. Yeah. There's always, cause once that last busy season ends, now we're prepping for the next one. Mm-hmm. It's always constant work constant uh constantly evolving so mm. making this thing better so yeah it is nice because we get a little bit of a breather but yeah. you know and we we don't have to constantly be just like we can actually take a moment and have a conversation and say hey and see how things yeah. are going but otherwise yeah Good to have a <laughs> podcast where it's not like every phone line is blowing up and mm-hmm. you know 50 people in the pro shop that need this or that <laughs> you know it's we got some breathing room right now so it's nice Thank you all for joining us today. You can find the video version of this uh, episode on our Vapor Trail YouTube channel, so make sure you head on over there and subscribe. Uh, Today, Hollywood and I are going to talk about the latest products to hit the market for the 2024 archery season. In addition, the Range Podcast is excited to announce that we have partnered up with Go Wild, a social community of outdoor enthusiasts with an emphasis on improving skills, discovering new gear, and earning rewards for discounts on outdoor gear. It's pretty neat. Yeah. It's pretty neat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Go Wild thing is it's a pretty uh, sweet app here. Um, it's kind of like the way I put it is like a Instagram, but 
no filter for us hunters. Yeah, there's that. That's one definitely nice thing. And then, you know, just the ability to be able to shop products that people are using. So it's yep. kind of a one-stop shop for that. Get some discounts and yeah. stuff. And it's a more niche community, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So, again, kind of uncensored, really. I mean, you don't have to worry about any of your content getting throttled down, that sort of thing. We're seeing that more and more, especially with the shooting sports industry and then archery yep. as well. Uh, we actually can't even advertise on Facebook or Instagram because uh, because we have archery products, which they consider a weapon. So they don't even want our money. How so, do you feel being a weapons manufacturer? <laughs> right. So thank you, Go Wild, for uh, uh, you know for providing a service for us outdoor enthusiasts where we we know we're not going to get throttled down. It is a safe space for us hunters. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Should we dive into it here? Yeah. 2024 products? Yeah, man. It's what is, everyone wants. This is uh, this is some exciting stuff. You know, every year we are chomping at the bit, chewing our fingernails off, waiting for the technology to come out. Everyone posts these blurry photos, you know, <laughs> and just it, it keeps you going. You're just like, yeah. what's behind it? What's behind it? You're waiting mm -hmm. for, like, this guy or that guy to leak it, and uh, you're just waiting for something. But um, And one of them was, uh, for me, like, HHA, their new sites. Mm -hmm. um, I saw couple of those guys posting about it and you know it's just blurred out it's like what is it you know we got a whole yeah. new site coming you know i just got that uh max rise was that midsummer i think mm -hmm. and um, you just got it <laughs> yeah so i just got it i'm like oh my gosh i hope i didn't just like you know I, it's a great site but you always want the new stuff right yeah. so um yeah no uh so they came out with that uh cerakote edition of their sites and uh that includes the wheels so the actual yardage adjustment wheels um are cerakoted now so you got some color options they finally went away from their standard all black and um what do you call it like a chartreuse ring that they've always had forever i mean mm -hmm. they still have that but yeah um now you got some options to match your bows so they have what is it uh desert sand hickory and moss yeah. um those are kind of the hot colors. Moss would be like your OD greens, so to speak. Um, for those, you know, big bow companies, almost every bow company now offers those three colors at least. Um, and now you can match right up to it. So you have everything, you know, looking clean as a whistle. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta be clean, right? Mm -hmm. It's like one part of that industry where we're all turning into these, uh, pretty boy archers. So, yep. um, Got to have it all clean, all match, and all that stuff uh, mm -hmm. with some fancy accessories. Like, you know, my bow's got the all fluorescent pink strings, so, you know, got to flash a little bit, so. Right. Um, but, yeah, that uh, it comes in the Picatinny version and the dovetail, so you can fit, you know, your Matthews bridge lock stuff, um, Hoyt's Picatinny mounts, uh, Prime's RVX. They've got the pick riser mount as well. Um, and, yeah, I mean, th they'll fit your standard bows as well that don't have those two options, but. Or if you don't want a pick mount, who cares? <laughs> if you don't want it, run it. I yeah. did it for the looks. Mm -hmm. It's a hype bow. Right. That's what we got to do. So. Yeah, I'm excited because I'm kind of due for a new site. Uh, I didn't jump on the Tetra Max last year on the Rise. And so now with these new color options. And then I also have the Prime, the RVX 36 now. Right, uh, yeah. In the Morel color. Mm -hmm. And so I'll be able to, you know, hopefully I can... I'm not sure which, what do you think? Would it be the moss color that would probably match the prime yeah, color the best? Probably. I mean, that or I would almost say hickory would be the next best um, to kind of accent it in a way. Mm -hmm. um, desert, sand, desert sand would just be a little too 
light, I think. Yeah. But yeah, yeah that that uh, mouse would probably work pretty good with it. And then on top of that, the sight wheels, they they went crazy there. <laughs> that they, they're uh, running up my road with that. They have ten different color options. Um, I'm not gonna name all ten, but they have. I believe they have the matching ones to the site as well. They have that hickory, um, moss, and then desert sand, and then you got your orange and green, and you know my favorite pink, or you know I don't know if they have purple, but mm -hmm. they have pink for sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> are the color options on the wheel? Uh, the, is that wheel universal, or is it just for the Tetra Max rise? I believe it's just for the. Uh, it is the Tetra Max because that uses the interchangeable sight rings. They can, you know, have different yardage tapes yep. and all that. Mm -hmm. um, and that would mean the Kingpin as well. Um, mm -hmm. They use that same sight ring. Hmm. So it's the Tetra Max and your Kingpin. You could get a sight wheel, and you could probably order it in pink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they do have a color called Cobalt as well. So that would be. That's it looks I'm looking at it right now, it looks pretty icy for uh you Hoyt Alpha X boys that are shooting the gray. So what about orange? They got because I got kind of an orange yes, thing going on on mine. There we go. Mm -hmm. All right, I might have to the Tetra Max rises that is HHA's like top shelf yeah site right now. So um price tag is is uh I it's almost a little scary. Mm -hmm. uh, but it is competitive with some of the other companies that are out there. And, you know, obviously they have a ton of other options, you know, that are more economical in price. So, you know, definitely go check those out. They just, they make great sites all around, no matter which way you look at it. And the biggest difference between the, the Tetra Max and the Tetra Max Rise is that you've got that two-pin system, yep. right? So you've got, uh, you've got two available pins, so if you need to make a quick adjustment at full draw, uh, then you can. So that's that's a cool feature of that site. And for some people, uh, the cost of that site is a small price to pay in the moment with everything that leads up to that for opportunity. Sure. Uh, that's a small price to pay. So Yeah, and like you said, they're, they're competitive. There's many other brands out there now, and, you know, we don't have to name them, but, the, geez, what was that? There was one site, and I think they're at $600 now, I think, just mm -hmm. for a hunting site. I mean, uh, coming from the target side of thing, this, you know, this is really not a big jump for us. Cause I mean, um, you know, your target sites are, you know, starting three fifty to $400 just for the bar. And then you're going into more with your scope housing and your lenses and everything. So, right. Whatever. Yeah. Let's just throw it into hunting mix. Mm -hmm. So run it. <laughs> yeah. And just keep racking that bill up, man. And I, I don't know, I, I just think it's a cool thing that they're doing with the site to add the colors. I mean, again, yeah. it's, you know, sometimes you, there's all this hype surrounding something and you're really excited what's going to be the new thing. And then, then you get a lot of people that are like, oh, it's lame. All they do is change colors. But, you know, again, you know, keeping up, uh, you know, with what people want. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I think it's I think it's really cool that they're doing that. Um, and I look forward to uh, taking advantage of that and getting myself one hopefully soon here. So, yeah, I I mean, maybe, maybe <laughs> I'll buy one, but <laughs> I, I've got the, uh, what do they call that? The recon gray RVX. So, um, I don't believe they have a gray, uh, site that matches that yet. Um, uh, maybe that's what they're coming out with next. Mm -hmm. Um, but for sure they do have the cobalt wheel, which would be yeah money. That'd yeah. be pretty sweet to throw on that thing for an accent anyway. Yeah. I think that'll look but good. Yeah. Moving on to the next thing. What, what, what else do we got? We got, we got the big, well, what I, I guess what I would consider what the big five. Yeah. 
in our eyes. I in mean, our eyes, yeah. in, in our eyes, in our opinion, uh, the big five bows that uh, have dropped in the last couple months, I guess. Um, yeah. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, Ricky Bruley here, Vapor Trail. We're really excited about some new features that we've just added to the Gen Integrate X Limb Driver Aero Ref. previous model that we had had the micro adjust knob that stuck out and so it made it difficult to remove these one piece low pro quiver from Matthews. We've eliminated that knob and now it's an Allen key that you would use to make that adjustment. We thinned up the area here where the activation cord is as well. We really squeezed it in about a quarter of an inch. It's a little bit lower profile so now you don't have any issues with the low profile quiver comes off nice and easy. You also have, of course, the added feature of the integrated mounting system, so you can mount the arrow rest right to the rail on the riser of the bow. Additional features include new markings that differentiate your locking screws from your windage and elevation screws. All Vaportrail arrow rests have a free-floating head, providing more forgiveness and greater downrange accuracy. No need for a bow press, simply tie the activation cord to the limb and say goodbye to interference with cam timing caused by cable-driven arrow rests. The new and improved GI-8X is available and ready to ship. Trust the originators of limb-driven technology and head over to our website at VaporTrailArchery.com or stop into your local archery pro shop to get yours today. Well, I left off with saying that, you know, I have the RVX and the Recon Gray. Uh, Prime came out with the RVX this year. 32, 34, and 36. So 36 if you just want, you know, a little more forgiving bow or if you really want a transition bow between 3D hunting um, and even paper target if you really want. Um, run it, you know, you can have that option now. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then, yeah, that, uh, they brought back the G fade. That's, uh, I, I almost forgot about it <laughs> and maybe that's why they did it. Um, but it's pretty sweet. Uh, it's where they have... What do they do? Just um, Kings XK7 and then uh, Sitka Subalpine. Um, so the limbs are the camo, and then it fades into the riser, and then into the riser it goes into, at least on the Subalpine, all green. So like a dark, like army green almost. Um, and the XK7, I'm not sure what it fades to. I want to say it's a brownish, but I'd have to check. Yeah. Um, I looked on their website and I, I didn't see, you know, they talk about the G fade, but I didn't see the color schemes that they're going to be running. So I'm glad you're okay. able to shed some light on that. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's really cool. I, I think they originally introduced it 2010 or 11 or yeah. I don't know. Maybe I I'm, I could just be way off, say 2010, but, I think, you know, and the, somewhere and, around there. And the concept was that you can have, you can still kind of have a camel bow, but the center of your riser was black. And so when yep. you're sitting in a ground blind, you know, yes. Um, and, uh, you know, well now it's, I think it, it, it's more of a style thing than anything as opposed to functionality, functionality. but, uh, you know, cause you're, they're going to all kinds of different colors as far as morale and all that. But, um, but yeah, it's just, a, it's kind of a cool thing too, you know, just again, getting into the color game, right. Did following you, the trends. We're, we're jumping ahead. Matthews, they did that with their bows this year. They did a color shift or color fade. Um, where actually the bottom half of the riser fades into black. Really? Yeah. Um, and I, 
I kind of, hmm, I'm skeptical cool. about it. You know, I, I get it. If you're a tree stand hunter, you know, the deer's looking up, they're colorblind. Mm. So, you know, maybe having the black um, has something to do with, you know, their eyesight. Um, in my eyes, I'm thinking like prime, that was perfect when they had like the black riser for, you know, when you're in a ground blind turkey setup, you know, now you're invisible, so to speak. Um, but yeah, it's what, uh, earth to black, okay. green to black, and then granite to black. I did so. not know that. That's actually kind of cool, man. Yeah. I it, like that. It looks pretty sweet, but I mean, I don't know. I, I'm sure there, that's the reasoning is probably deer looking upwards and, mm-hmm. you know, helps with not having some odd color up in the tree. I, I mean, even though most bells these days are not really... Your bell's not going to matter, honestly, in my eyes. <laughs> I just, I don't get too wrapped up in that. There's guys that'll call in about string colors, you know, and you're talking just this tiny little thing up in the tree. Yeah. That, that deer should hopefully be dead by then. Yeah, right. You know, maybe, maybe a doe comes in and uh, blows you out of the water, but you know what they say, if they blow, they go. So <laughs> she's done. <laughs> Nicely done. Um, but back so, to Prime. So, yeah, let's talk a little bit about some of the technology that they're mm-hmm. putting into the prime bows, uh, you know, that they've basically brought over from previous models, the center grip technology, yes. which is where the grip is in the exact center of the riser. Correct. Correct. Yep. So you have no difference in length between top end and bottom end. You got it. Boom. Right there in the middle. Um, so it helps with balance, uh, and it really helps with tuning and keeping that um, knock level. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of guys, this is the big sticking point for, like, limb-driven rest guys, um, why they go to the bottom limb, um, because, like, Matthews, their grip is closer to the bottom limb, so it's less cordage you have to use. I don't know if it helps with, like, activation timing or what. Mm-hmm. haven't really played with that, but Prime, you don't need to worry about it. It's yeah. right there. So you can go top, bottom, it's not going to move or change anything so um i love it though i like the grip it was a big change um if anyone is wanting to reach out and try a prime it's different than your matthews grip it's different than really any grip especially a hoyt grip um but i love it i i don't want to go away from it honestly so mm. and they've got the nanotech um foam glue in there um but it's nanotech foam so it keeps your hand warmer and i can attest to that for sure um, I've been on some cold, cold sets, and I'm just, like, holding on to it. Cause I'm like, it's not that warm, yeah. but, you know, because the backside of your hand is exposed. But mm-hmm. I, I would imagine that's what a carbon bow would feel mm-hmm. like anyway. Yep. So yep. It, it's pretty sweet stuff, though. So then they have the Quick Tune Tech, which uh, is their little shim system um, where you can basically just – you can do it two different ways. I mean, everyone does it differently. They made it a little more simple. They send you a tool. You can just knock out the shim throw a new one in if you have to shift your cam left or right uh to get the right tuning for your bow um and or you can just put it in a press and you know take the strings off and then take the axle out and it's so nice like you know you have psc and hoyt where they have the actual shims you know the old plastic shims and then they fall out they're ten thousandths thick and then you're like where the heck did that thing go like yeah you got this nice and chunky piece of aluminum and it slides right on and it's not like getting hung up it's just it's so easy Mm -hmm. to slide it on off and you're done yeah so um it's really easy and honestly mine i ended up shimming um and it was so small but um the other 
RVXs like Damon and Griff. Um, they didn't have to do anything. They had like three shots and they were done with our rest too. That's so, awesome. um, yeah, it made it way easier to tune and you really don't have to do too much. Um, especially with the way the riser there, um, the way the riser that they build, um, it has that little S curve, mm -hmm. um, and that's to offset those uh, cams, so you don't have to do all this shimming. So mm -hmm. that's kind of the point of that, trying to keep the tuning work yeah. at minimum. Right. Um, and then the core cam tech, uh, that's just the same. I mean, they kind of came out with it with the inline. They just called it the inline cam deal, but mm -hmm. I mean, that's a no whole other story. Yeah, um, <laughs> but essentially they but just they they carried over the same cam from yeah. the RevX to the RVX. Yep. Uh, so you still got that cable <coughs> coming back to center yep. to again help with cam lean, um, and your tuning for left and rights. Um, so what 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 he's saying is is that as you draw the bow back, the the cam track that the control cable goes through which is usually what creates your torque because your control cables are going through the roller guard and that roller guard pulls the cables off to the side so that that you have to compensate for that so the cam track pulls the cable inside mm -hmm. and then that roller guard also comes inside so it reduces that torque at full draw yeah see this i'm so happy we have each other here because <laughs> i i deal with the primes all day every day so mm -hmm. it's just like yeah i know I know all that. I just skip right <laughs> over it, and it's just another another day for me. But um, that's why I like having you too, because then you know if, if I miss something, you usually are good on touching on it. So yeah, I get thrown at it. Teamwork. Yeah, go team. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, what's the our most what's our favorite feature of this new bow that we've been waiting oh so long for? Oh man, when we found that out, oh my god, we were all jazzed. Um, the IMS mount is here. So. Um, and I, I'll mention the pick mount. The pick mount's here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, IMS <laughs> mount is here. Uh, so IMS um, stands for Integrated Mounting System, which is a yes. technology patented by QAD, uh, one of our competitors. However, we do work in conjunction with them on having the ability to use that technology. So what he said, it's exactly. been a, it's actually been a, we've created a really good relationship. With QAD. With, yeah, I was going to say with QAD, Prime, all those guys. Which yeah. is beautiful. That's the one thing that I do like about this industry is that we, as competitors, we have the ability to, you know what I mean, be yeah. civil and not. Yeah, know. we can always, well, like last year, you know, we can give each other some crap, but, right. you know, we're still, uh, we're workable. Yeah. <laughs> Unle day. Unless you're first light in Sitka. Yeah, there's no, no, you're not my bra. You're not getting along. No, no. There so. should be a window right here. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's... Uh, <laughs> For those of you that don't know, uh, well, we both used to be Sitka, yeah. and um, Hollywood has recently switched over to First Light, which uh, First Light makes really, really great gear, so I can't, yeah. you know... Personal decisions. ...fault them for that, but I'm speaking more in the case of, you know, these yahoos that you see on <sighs> on social media and on chats and forums and stuff that are at each other's throat because yeah. of the camel they wear or what pattern we kill ourselves right? man <laughs> you you shoot a matthews i shoot a prime and now we gotta fight you shoot a psc <laughs> yeah. you shoot a hoy we gotta fight you shoot mm -hmm. you know you're, you're hunting in first light and uh this guy's kuyu you know who wears kuyu but <laughs> <laughs> guides but, yeah. guides wear kuyu yeah, I, that's, you know, I had a buddy ask me, you know, what's that's this it. QU stuff? I'm like, well, you're going out west with a gun? Yeah. 
and buy a Kuyu. <laughs> <laughs> like, only gun guys wear Kuyu or guides. <laughs> <laughs> True archers wear first letter sick. Yeah. It's, it, it's a big guide thing. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's where Kuyu really pushes that. Uh, and then, so in turn, then the guides, uh, you know, they, they get their hunters outfitted yeah. in the same gear. You know what I mean? Cause a lot of hunters will, you know, people just look to their guide for, well, what gear do you use? What's yeah, the best thing to have? What's So it's a really influence. smart move on Kuyu's point where it's like, because yeah. the guide's always going to say Kuyu's the best. That's what you need right. to use. You know? And to clear the air completely, if you're spending 300 to 500 bucks on a piece of gear, like all these companies are good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they have different pros and cons to yeah. each of them, um, as I've found out. But uh, you can't go wrong. I mean, they're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. So it's... It, we're all we're all still archers at the end of the day, so whatever. So Prime has the <laughs> IMS mount. <laughs> that IMS mount Tangent. is great um, because uh, we have our eight and eight X that fit it now, mm-hmm. and that is our integrated um, rest. Yep. And that thing fits so perfect. Um, and the rest is so stupid easy to set up for any bow with the IMS anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't matter if it's PSE, Matthews, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they all are great. Once you have that IMS, like the, it's just for ours. It's just one screw. I basically go right at, um, right in the middle of the burger hole or just above. Yeah. And then, at that point, there's your level. Don't um, forget to set. Don't forget to set your set screw. Yes. Especially for you Matthews screw. guys. For some reason, the coating on yeah. Matthews bows, the rest will slide. So you got to make sure you set yeah. that set screw. Right. Yeah, for sure. Got to get the set screw, and then obviously you still have to. I mean, your knock level isn't perfect right then and there. It's just you're pretty much set. You know, once you get down the string and all that fancy stuff, and then get your center shot. But for the most part, it works so nice. For yeah, ago. and that's a good point. You, the, what you just pointed out is that don't set the set screw until you find out what the elevation you need to be at. So yes, to to Hollywood's point, I jumped the gun on that one a little bit, but I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> I would know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it just makes it easier. I mean, it, as far as f- having the IMS mount, it, it makes it easier for bow companies. It makes it easier for us uh, fitment-wise and just mm-hmm. tuning-wise. It's it's quick. I mean, I kind of crapped on it for a while, but just like, oh, it's going to be a fade, but, well, it, or fad, um, and it will fade out. But We all um, did. Yeah, it's it's here, and it's going to stay. So, yeah. Um, get on the train mm-hmm. um and then they have their tight spot quiver yep uh which is not a huge thing for prime they've had it last year they released their exclusive tight spot prime quiver for the Rebex. um just has a special little mounting deal on the back side of the riser so just like every other company it brings that quiver wickedly close to the riser um just to reduce footprint again so yep. you don't have all this stuff hanging way outside the bow and now you need a stabilizer that's way out here or, you know, your offset bar or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, just run it all closer. Um, and then, yeah, they have another new bow that they really didn't say much about till the end, the Ronin. And that is their mid, what do you call it, like a mid-tier bow? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mid-high tier, if that makes sense. <laughs> so it's still got the mount for the quiver, um, so you can still use their tight spot prime quiver still has the adjustable let off modules which is also on the rvx this year that was that got me all jazzed mm-hmm. this year when they said that too 
Um, so you have the adjustable mods. Um, cams are basically the exact same as an RVX, um, but the big difference is the riser has no IMS mount, and they also don't have the S curve um, on the riser. So maybe there will be tuning stuff there. I don't know. I We have one here, and it shoots just fine. So yeah. it's fine. Um, and it comes in, I think it only comes in a 34 ATA. I'm going to double check that right now. Yeah, and I think, and it's it's for the, like you said, for like the midline, like higher end or whatever the price point is, I think the only bow right now on the market with the features that it has that's under $1,000. Yeah, for sure. So it's the price point bow. is really good. Um, I think they're using a different material in the riser. But again, you're you know splitting hairs with that, right? So yes, 34 ATA, um, 342 IBO speed, um, and you can get in different draw weights as you always can. Um, center grip technology still. Um, yeah, uh, it doesn't say what material they're using to make the riser, but it's basically an RVX without the S curve and. IMS um, for eight ninety nine, so it's a pretty sweet bow. Um, but I love my RevX or the RVX. Sorry, I'm gonna say that a lot this year. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. <laughs> they to they get. pulled a, a Hoyt. Um, no offense to Prime on that. It's just you had the Ventum and then it was the VTM. I'm like, <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. Yeah. But I mean, Matthew's been doing that forever too. So. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Matthews, but do you even lift, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Can't believe they released that name. Come on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's awesome, though. Um, their sub four-pound bow. Yes. Asterisk. Yep, that was the big goal, right? To yeah. have a bow under four pounds. Yes. And that's, that's to be clear, that's with nothing on it. Yeah. So to have a bow that's under four pounds with – all your accessories on it is unheard of. Um, With aluminum, too. Yeah. And especially these days, five-piece sets and everything. Because they did the uh, sub-four-pound with the helium before. Mm -hmm. But you're talking like a, a solo cam. Yeah. You got one cam, this tiny, like, 30-inch yep. ATA. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, the lift is 29.5 at 3.99. But it looks like a big bow. It's yeah. a big footprint yeah, to keep sub-four pounds. It's mm -hmm. pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, and not a whole lot to say about it. I mean, they so they, they the claim is lighter, faster, quieter. Yeah. Right? So uh, first goal was to get a bow that was under four pounds. So there was some things they had to change, some big features that they made. Uh, and I wouldn't say they're, like, groundbreaking technologies. That's going to change the face of the in industry. But they were small moves in order to create – a more efficient bow that's lighter. Yeah, for sure. Well said. But, <laughs> but and so far, I mean, it is. It has proved, at least in the videos I've seen. Um, we are not a Matthews dealer. Um, I can't test it um, completely, but it has been faster than most others. Um, mm -hmm. I was just telling Rick before we started, it was like, it's one to two feet per second faster than a Hoyt. I think it was an Alpha X. So, I mean. Yeah, it's faster. You're cutting hairs, but um, it is it is faster than for sure. The Hoyt Alpha X, I saw um, Midwest Bone Arrow. He did the Mach 34 against it. 
I think honestly there it might have been two to four feet faster on that one. Mm. So it was a little more I, – I remember seeing higher numbers or a little bit bigger difference on that. Um, but it is faster. Um, I haven't shot it myself. I don't know how smooth it is, but my instant assumption is if you're going to make speed, you're going to sacrifice a little bit, and that draw force curve would kind of show it mm -hmm. um, where uh, it's going to be a little bit stiffer, I would assume, right away on the front end. Um, yeah, and I'm kind of shooting from the cuff here because I – haven't shot this bow so mm -hmm. i don't totally know but what i've heard at least like jamie said the 29 and a half felt a little stiffer to him but the 33 was still just as smooth okay so um so speaking of that new cam yes because uh, they it was the same cam from the uh from the v3x i think yeah from the v3x to the phase four yeah and then so now we have a new cam called the swx cam yep switch weight x uh, and so again, just like Hollywood said, greater speed, uh, the claim is that it's, uh, more efficient. Yeah. Um, and again, I haven't shot it yet. Of course, you, you know, anybody who's shooting a Matthews is going to say it's amazing and yeah. beautiful. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I, you know, again, I'm not going to disagree with that. Yeah. You know, uh, everybody shoots sweet. what they shoot because they, they like it because it feels good in their hand. Yeah. What's really, really cool about this bow oh, and is, that. you know, something that's cutting edge when it comes to, uh, um, you know, actually doing something, you know, incorporating technology is they've got, uh, it, it's called ShotSense compatible. So that's a, ShotSense is a, is a tool that can be used to see how your pin floats on the target while at full draw and then kind of the reaction of the bow on the shot it'll it'll kind of give you an indication as to how the bow tips or tilts or moves on the shot right and you know where that stemmed from right mantis yeah 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 so it's, it's the same thing as like mantis shooting which yeah a lot of target guys use well i won't say a lot but some will utilize but of course that shot sense comes with a price <laughs> so yeah and I, it i don't remember the price so i won't say but it's a, at least a few hundred dollars mm -hmm. so i mean mm -hmm. worth it if you really want to work with your grip but maybe maybe practice more <laughs> <laughs> and and sorry not sorry and to your point right <laughs> like it's it's nothing new it's just interesting that they've made the decision to incorporate it into the riser of the bow for the record it's not proprietary to matthews you can get the mantis system and you can use it for any bow mm -hmm. that you want I mean, you could use it for a recurve if you want, I think. <laughs> I think so. You just, a, could. just a unit you attach to the bow. I know, and a lot of people in the gun industry are starting to get into it now, too, um, just to check for, you know, reaction times and that sort of thing. So it's – I just recently started seeing it last year. It's popping up with the gun guys. I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. you guys, this has been around. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's so cool, but – Yeah, and I sure. just think that, you know, again, it's – I I I could see it being a useful tool when you're in competitive archery mm -hmm. to yeah. really fine tune everything and so make sure you you have all the consistency you want. But I I, I just don't see the it's kind of like shot IQ. Yeah, I, I just don't see the point in regards to a hunting rig, and I'm sure a lot of people disagree with me on that, and that's okay. Uh, I just yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like okay. 
it's, cool idea. You know, it's it's more than what other companies or most other companies are doing. But. For sure. It's shot IQ without Joel Turner yelling in your ear. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what it is. Um, so it, it is kind of cool, though, because you can use it at home, you know, or, you know, on our 24-7 range at the Vapor Trail Factory Pro Shop. That's right. Um, Memberships on sale now. Yes. Always, <laughs> 24-7. Um, but, yeah, it's a it's a neat idea, that's for sure. And then um, you got – well, should we jump right into it? Well, yeah, so, I mean, we don't want to have too much bias. We want to we wanna talk about everything. This mm-hmm. this word is a little bit of a swear word around here, but Hoyt. Yeah, the Hoyt <laughs> Alpha X and the RX. Um, they're keeping the RX going, um, so that's their carbon series. So last year they had the RX-7, now they have an RX-8 and RX-8 Ultra. Ultra being a little faster. Um, and the Alpha X has the 30 and the 33. Um, I have not shot either of those. Um, I did like the VTM Pro last year. Um, that thing was butter. I mean, I, I loved the draw of it. Um, I loved, I do actually like the grip, at least in the tuning times that I get with it. Um, mm-hmm. I like the grip that's on there. Um, but I haven't hunted with a Hoyt for, jeez, eight years now. So, I mean, it's been a while. So, mm-hmm. uh, and that was back with wood grips. So, but yeah, um, the Alpha X and the RX-8, um, I'm trying to think. They had, well, let's see, they came out the new adjustable, uh, what do you call those little deals, the little sticks, the shoot, the stabilizer sticks, these little guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so now you can, like, have your bow tilt forward or just sit right on the cam, and then they made that little cam, like, rubber bumper. Like, really? You guys are doing the most, man. <laughs> it's just, like, it's a good idea because, I mean – my stupid self i just you know like when i shot that doe the other weekend just roast my cam right into the uh <laughs> stand or i you know lower it down and it's just eating mud every time so i'm just like you know that's my own problem but um you told me you actually pro tip rick has a great pro tip for lowering your bow down without it eating dirt every time and i'm like boom like why do i not do this yeah, so what I do is when I get into the tree, uh, you know, for the first time, whatever, obviously you're kind of leaning your bow. It's either laying on the ground or you're leaning yeah. up against the tree or whatever. And then so then I'll, I'll kind of make note of where the cord becomes taut once the bow is up off the ground. Yep. And then I'll go, okay, and then so I'll hold that piece of the cord in my hand the whole time. Then I'll shimmy it up. And then once I get my bow up, I put it in the, on the hook, and I take that spot, and I tie a little loop in it. And I hang that loop on a hook, yeah, on an accessory hook that I already have in there. So then that way, the hook from my pull-up rope is off the ground, you know, four feet or so. Yeah. So when I put my bow on it, you know, you, and that my cord stretches a little bit, but when I put my bow on it, it never touches the ground. It hangs there. Yeah. So stupid of myself. I mean, I'm sure other guys will leave theirs on the ground too, but just in case, it's a nice little tip to keep that cam out of the dirt. Um, yeah, and I especially like, like to, like, you know, because one of the things I hate, right, because how many, well, this happened to you. you lowering your bow down, you get your bow on the ground, and then a deer is coming, mm-hmm. right? And so I can't tell you how many times that's happened to me where I've where I've gotten my bow down, and it's, like, rustling through the leaves, the leaves. and stuff, and then all of a sudden, 
off yeah. runs a deer. I'm or, like, or like uh, your knocks start getting stuck in the dirt. Like, I don't know how many times this year I've cleaned dirt out of my knocks. I'm like, what yeah. in the world? Like, yeah. first time, but. And then trying to control which way it's going to tip. You're like, no, 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 don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's like fishing. This so. way, it just it's perfectly silent, never touches the ground, doesn't hit the leaves, none yeah. of that kind of stuff. So Hoyt is remedying uh, my problems. Um, yeah, catch up. <laughs> my personal problems of throwing a cam into the dirt uh, <laughs> by throwing a uh, little rubber bumper on the outside of their cam or on the, I guess I'll, I'll call it outside of the cam. Um, and another big thing, I'll make sure I'm not going too out of order here. Um, yeah, the HBX exact cam. Um, and then, yes, you have the binary system. So uh, no floating yokes or any crazy stuff like that um string builders are jumping up and down for yeah. joy yeah it's just gonna uh call out prime for that one and thank you prime as well <laughs> yeah. seven yeah. pieces good uh, lord god they you know and they really suck to build but I, and even putting the, the sets together on the bow it's it's not terrible it's kind of hokey but my nexus always tuned really good so mm -hmm. i mean i didn't mind that the tuning was not a problem this it's string builders complaining about it. It's just a pain in the butt, but mm -hmm. it's a binary system. Um, super quiet, less vibration, supposedly. I haven't shot this. I don't know. Um, that's just what they're telling me mm -hmm. and you. So <laughs> everyone else. Yeah. So I, wa I wanted to talk about this with this new um, HBX exact cam too. One of the things they're boasting is quarter inch quarter draw inch. length increments, which I saw that. Um, okay, cool. Uh, I know where you're going. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, well, and, and we, so again, I'm not trying to like, you know, we've been doing this, we've been tuning bows for a really long time and, and we know ways to, you know, do mm. things with strings and cables and other methods for, you know, adjusting draw links to like the absolute perfect draw link um, yeah. that you can possibly get. And again, uh, you know, I would say 99% of the customers that come through the door don't have any issues with either going with a 27 and a half or a 28. Yeah, you're right. like, you're like, if the 28's too long, let's go down to a 27 and a half and boom, they're done out the door, ready to and, go. And worst case, ah, just a little bit more on the D loop. Right. D loop, <laughs> or you can, you know, you can adjust the, uh, you know, the draw stop slightly mm -hmm. on some bows, which of course is going to reduce your let off. Right. You know, so so I guess it's nice to have the ability where it's not going to adversely affect some other feature of the bow. Yeah. But when yeah. you say you just Levi Morgan does too with the string lengths, you're like, <laughs> yeah, we'll make it perfect size so you have the exact draw length you want. Everyone go ahead and give us a call. We'll make them down to the 32nd just so you got your dry draw. <laughs> well, really all that involves is just a little twist. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a, your dealer can do it. Or yeah. untwisting or whatever. But just again, put a twist in, twist out. Well, careful with that too. Because yeah. if you are not, uh, you know, don't try this at home if you're not a professional. I know, Seek professional help on, you know, manipulating any string and cable. Yes. Because we oftentimes run into issues where guys will take too many twists out and then they'll twist mm -hmm. it in the opposite direction and now that it's not going to work. So if you ever, for those of you DIYers out there, you're putting a set of bow strings on your bow and when you take the bow out of the press, it does some weird demonic thing where the string just, the string or cable mm -hmm. just untwists itself straight. It's because it's 
been untwisted and then twisted in the opposite direction. Yes. And I, I won't get into the details as to why that happens, but just so you know. So the other thing you're bringing up is that quarter-inch draw deal. It's easy as a screw, right? Now you're le- making it more user-friendly. Love that. But DIYers, and this one really hits. Like You should still see a dealer for that, in my opinion. Um, and, again, we're not a Hoyt dealer, so we're not trying to take money on that one. It's just you should do it. Yeah, you can play with it. But, like, recently, you know, I had a couple guys bring in their bow, and um, they just wanted it tuned up, and I – idiotically just you know had the arrow in there drop back i'm assuming they're just talking oh i'm starting from zero like let's see how it's tuning right now through paper and how it's shooting drop back and i'm like whoa i hit that good old like 99 percent let off Mm. and luckily you know i'm sitting there like trying to let it down i'm like oh my god like this might be really bad end up getting to go down and it's a bow tech and it could be any bow but again, it has the adjustable draw stops, and mm-hmm. most of them have that now. It's mm-hmm. just they they made it so user friendly and so easy to work on, which is awesome for the bow techs and the guys that are knowing what they're doing. Well, these guys wanted to all try this bow. Well, we just moved it to 28. Well, they only moved one part of it and not the other draw stop, and mm-hmm. so they never told me this until after the fact. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking this is just a whatever bow this guy's been shooting. It's all good. No, I almost just had that thing completely locked up on me <laughs> and that can lead to all sorts of problems. Oh yeah. So it's just like that. It scares me a little bit. You know, they're, they're making it more user friendly, but, um, at least it's not like the old, the old binary Botex where when, if they didn't move the draw stop, it would, the cable would go past, um, it, it would like skip past the module, the module or do something and it would get hung up behind behind the draw stop. Yeah, and so then the bow would just be locked up, and you're, like, sitting there, and you're trying to – you don't know if it's going to go. You no. you have no idea, so you need somebody to help you. You're like, help, help, somebody help me, somebody. You know, and then you're trying to, like, get it, you know, yeah, into a press <laughs> while holding it, which is not going to do anything. No, if it goes – It's going wrench your arm. Yeah, you're dead. Yeah. But Or the bow's dead anyway. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, so at least they've kind of figured that out and – Right. But yeah, that's that's a scary thing. Just be careful if you're doing your own work, man. Yes. Yeah, big time. Love the idea of a quarter inch, but at the same time, there's so many different ways that we can go around that. Um, and I did just notice that gets me going a little bit. Um, that draw length adjustment is 26 and a quarter to 28, five nine, roughly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean that that's a perfect. Uh, that's a very efficient um, draw length. Uh, module or cam number whatever they're doing there mm-hmm. uh, module number i think um for myself so i do like that but yeah just be careful when you're working on your stuff mm-hmm. go see your boys at your local shop um bowtech bowtech there's a lot My yeah God. they have <laughs> a lot of they have a lot of options we'll, we'll just touch on it real quick because uh you know again we're kind of getting to we're getting to a long point here but yeah um, you know, two, two main, you know, flagship models, you've got the core SR and the core SS biggest difference being SS, you know, uh, traditionally in their line, the SS is your shorter draw bow. Mm-hmm. And, um, then Eva Shockey's got a new, uh, the gen three version of the bow, which I think is basically, isn't it, isn't, isn't the gen three just like one of last year's bows? 
I think so. And I'm actually going to look it up um, since we're here because I just took an order for one of those. Go away. Um, Always helps us with string and cable lengths when they just carry over another bow, but they change yeah. the decals and the names and stuff. Yeah, did they just change like an anodizing or something? Like, is it maybe? Wow, yeah, it it's looks all like black. it looks like the 28 CP28. Oh, no. Isn't it? No offense to anyone that uses 28, but <laughs> doesn't it? Looks like a CP28. Oh my god, it is. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's probably a CP28. Everybody, mm-hmm. um, what lower? poundages yeah. yeah 40 50 60 24 to 29 on your draw lengths mm-hmm. so but that's a good efficient. bow i mean that's going to be a uh again not to downplay it just because no. it's it doesn't just because it's a previous model doesn't necessarily make it not a good bow it's previous just, model whatever it's just i chirp on it because it's a 28 ata and for me i'm used to a 34 or even most males are going to shoot a longer ata anyway or 30 at the lowest mm-hmm. and it's just like that 28 is so short yeah it's it's like this little bow mm-hmm. it's like a it's like a <laughs> gearhead so, or uh what are, what are those other little tiny things like is it the liberty bows or something? yeah liberty liberty one <laughs> yeah i don't yeah, know if they make those anymore tiny little things they have steel cables but uh but yeah they have that core sr which is supposed to be super smooth i mean mm-hmm. um tracy taylor he loves his um and already has one on order so yeah um but yeah i well uh the sr 350 a couple of years ago that thing was super smooth too mm-hmm. so um i'm sure they just are making it even better um again we're gonna make this one a little quicker the core so the core sr um just real quick what's the you know because bowtech is traditionally known for making a faster bow mm-hmm. and i i do believe their cam has been getting more efficient you know, because like you had said before, the trade-off, faster bow, harder draw cycle, mm-hmm. um, you know. But what is their what is their uh, IBO? Three forty-four. Three forty-four on a SR. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Good. So, um, and that's I believe the same as the RX eight or the Alpha X for sure. But okay. um, I mean, for the most part, they're all hanging around that three forty-four. That's what um, I think the RVX was 342 or 344. Mm-hmm. But for me, when I shot that RVX, um, for some context without going too far, um, my 70-pound RVX is shooting only 10 feet per second slower than my 80-pound uh, Nexus, mm-hmm. which to me is very surprising. Like I feel like if you're going 10-plus pounds uh, in difference, there should be a little bit more of a spread there. So the RVX is definitely an efficient bow almost 300 feet per second at my short little 28 inch draw and (laughs) and that's standard so it's not really a short um but yeah then what do they have here this justice dude didn't they have a justice like way back yeah i I wanted to point or i wanted to say something about that little little bit of a rant when when companies revive old bow names um because that usually creates some issues with uh communication when it comes to people calling us and ordering uh, strings and cables because for some of the newer people in this that don't know that Bowtech what was technically a diamond bow Mm -hmm. the Justice uh, or maybe maybe there was a Bowtech version of the Justice before they before they took over diamond but either way always creates some confusion you know what I mean we'll have a customer or dealer that gets the set from 15 years ago and they have the new version of the bow but um 
what what caught me about this bow here is and maybe I'm wrong here maybe I shouldn't call it like a mid-level bow maybe it's more on the high end but man 1100 bucks mm-hmm I'm seeing the commander limited edition is like the same thing and then yes commander is also a, a previous it's name also a re rename yes yeah. <laughs> um, thanks guys so um but either way you know I guess if if you want to f- you know, save yourself a little, a couple hundred bucks, you know, Just I, know, I think it's a weird in. decision to make a bow that's only a few hundred dollars less, but and it looks like it's just lacking both to justice and commander are lacking the IMS mounting. Well, and again, I think it's one of those carryovers, mm-hmm. um, from I a previous right. bow. Um, so I, I don't know which bow that that would align with. We'll uh, find out once we get the string lengths. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, one of the other things they did too is they're they're kind of um, getting on board with the uh, you know inline stuff. They call it the center mass technology. So now mm-hmm. they also have a cut in the riser of the bow, so that you can use dovetail sights, things of that nature. They do have an they've had an IMS on their bows for the last couple of years, integrated mounting system for your arrow rest. And is there a there is there a pick rail on it too? I don't think uh, Bowtech does. Because I think uh, Hoyt has that on lock. But what the funny thing is, everyone's starting to look more and more like Bowtech. You notice that? Hoyt released um, their, well, I mean, it started with Matthews, their title. When they released it, I was like, dude, is that a Bowtech Levi's holding? Like, just by the riser and the limbs. And then, uh, well, for all, for all intents and purposes, a Bowtech, at least in the courts, is a Matthews bow. <laughs> I don't know if you forgot about that, but they (laughs) lost the patent, the technology battle with Matthews because for, what, 10 years they were using technology that was patented by Matthews. Maybe this is their IOU. (laughs) One and the same. (laughs) (laughs) Because now you look at, well, the lift honestly did not really look like the Bowtech, but the Alpha X, though, from Hoyt, I'm like, y'all are, like, getting real close to each other right now, like, (laughs) <laughs> you got the Hoyt Elfax, and then you got this freaking uh, Bowtech, the core. Like, and Bowtech has had that kind of riser for, I want to say, a year or two now. Um, and I'm like, mm, they, mu- they must be onto something. Someone's mm. onto something, and someone's paying someone, <laughs> as we've found out over the last couple of years. Yeah. yeah it's all for a price. You can use the same tech. So. Mm-hmm. Y- y- now I feel stupid for asking if they have a pick rail option because with that bridge or with that center mass technology – I don't really know how you would put a pick rail on the front of that riser. Yeah. However, they could make an adapter that would do that, but I don't, I guess that's just either just go dovetail or go home. I mean, all right. So you're sitting at an eye doctor's office, right? Ooh, this can be a good one. I'm excited. And they go number one or number two, number one or number two. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, look how close. That's the Alphax. You know, and, and Hoyt's got the signature, uh, you know, tech. I think that back in the, the day, they used to call riser. it the tech riser. Yep, they still call it the uh, tech. So there's that defining feature, and then the Bowtech has the Saturn damper. The Saturn, yeah. Or whatever, that kind of. But I'm just like, there's this yeah. split, the little split riser mm-hmm. again. So I, number one, yeah. number two. <laughs> They're all starting to look a little like. The other thing that Bowtech is doing this year the grip lock the grip lock yep now did they have that on the bows last year uh, on their target bow at least 
Okay. I don't think they ever had it on a hunting bow until this year. So that grip is adjust. You can adjust that grip angle. Yep. Love the uh, idea. And I, I guess I don't know that Tim was making a product. I know he was making grips to fit the Bowtex that had different angles. Oh, right. And yeah. I believe he still is. But this is fully adjustable. Yes. So, so they're, um, So it's one grip. You can shift it. You can adjust it. Yep. And, and it's as easy as turning a screw. And you won't blow up your bow. <laughs> so yeah. DIYers, go right ahead. <laughs> Play around. Go ahead. Play around. Um, well, we want to jump into PSE? Um, yeah. So I just figured uh, PSE didn't do anything too crazy. They just... Mm-mm. They I just mean, made a shorter axle-to-axle version of the, the Mach 34. 34. So I mean, it's the Mach 30 oh. that they came out with this year. Um, it's got kind of a cool color scheme on it. I, I do love that. Yeah. I love the – what the heck are they calling it? It's like the uh, – I don't know. I'm trying to find my page here where I have it up. It's what winners shoot, I think. <laughs> uh, it's like a gold golden cam or something like that. Um, but did you see the flipping bow they came out with? In the aluminum version? Oh, no, I did not. I, I thought I, it was I just had to the tell, Mach 30. So, I, again, going back to Rick with the whole renaming thing, I had to go and tell our staff the day I found out that they came out with an aluminum bow. It's the Evolve 30. Mm. They've had the Evos, and I'm pretty sure they had an Evolve back when, and um, they for sure have an Evoke. And so now we're going to go, again, it's just the communication thing and different accents and whatnot it's gonna get yeah they had an evolve 31 back in 2017 and 35 and now there's an evolve 30 and a 33 Hmm. so um yeah uh the whole renaming thing let's throw a new name on that please uh because this is going to just get confusing for um and it's not just us it's any string builder or any other aftermarket company that might deal with these sort of things you know the little names bringing back bringing a name back from the past but then putting a, a new two letters system. at the end or, of it yeah or i something. guess yeah they have a ds so but um i i haven't heard a whole lot about either one of them have you i i mean the the 30 you know the, I, there's a handful of influencers that i follow that do a ton of stuff for pse mm-hmm. and so i see them pushing it a lot of course um it's yeah. their job but, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess I can see it. Again, I'm a longer axle-to-axle fan, mm-hmm. you know, so I just – I probably wouldn't even entertain the idea of shooting a 30-inch bow. No. But, again, I'm sure it's a good shooter. You know, it's got the EC2 cam on it, which I think is absolutely amazing cam. Mm-hmm. I would I would argue that it's one of the best right now as far as, like, efficiency because of the speed you get. And the the draw force oh, curve that is man on it because, you know, I've been shooting that Mach 34 all year, and then I've had to tune a few Phase fours mm-hmm. in this past season, and I was astonished at how much stiffer the draw cycle is on that bow as right. opposed to my Mach 34 with the EC2. They're smooth, especially if you get the M M series cam like the. I think they have an EM back in the day, but the M2 mm-hmm. uh, specifically, that thing is just butter. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're going to lose some speed, but if you want a smooth drawing bow, my God, that's it. Well, it doesn't matter. I, I, it doesn't matter what numbers are coming out of my bow. It's It says mock on it, which means it's 
lightning fast, fist so fast yeah. that the cr- the chrono can't even actually right. accurately read the speed that's it's the arrows your coming arrow out like literally well. melts our target like you <laughs> see the smoke <laughs> <laughs> all i gotta do is add a fast name to your bow man and that's yeah. doesn't matter what the IPO and then you put mossy oak bottom lands on it oh my god <laughs> they are the best looking bow i'll say it they are the best looking bow with the bottom lands camo I almost got the Mach 34 in Bottomland, but I you wouldn't have you wouldn't have had it still. Probably, probably. I probably, probably. would have stole it. Oh, I was gonna say, or I'd still be waiting on it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I, yeah, um, the Mach 30, there it is. Uh, neither of us have shot it. Can't expect a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and again, I I I like their bows, but just not a lot. Oh. Nothing too crazy that they that they did other than shortening it up and. But Dudley shooting it. Well, that's. Some, that's should, notable. You should probably sell your Mach 34. Dudley's shooting it. Well, how do you know I didn't already? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just don't want to admit it. Yeah, I don't want exactly. to admit that I'm a Dudley fanboy. And to be perfectly honest, I think he gets kind of a bad rap. I do. I do like the, some of the stuff that he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I, I won't get too deep into some other things. But either way, uh, PSC's making a good bow and. Who knows? Maybe they'll be launching something ATA or I would assume I don't know. so. I, I mean, mean, they did what the last two years, I want to say. It's been a lot going on over there at PSE with Shepley uh, stepping down and mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So I'm sure they're, you know, kind of trying to <laughs> something <laughs> revamp. <all? laughs> I don't know. Just, you know, get back on track, I guess. I don't know. Hollywood and I both shoot Eastern Arrows. I'm still in the Stone Ages with the injections. So uh, I can't speak to the technology that they um, are marketing now because mm-hmm. uh, my arrows were built the old way, <laughs> but now they've got a new technology in a way that they're building those arrows called the AccuCarbon. Yep, exactly. And uh, and I'll let you take over on the details on that. Yeah, so they do have some new stuff coming out for 2024. I won't say too much because I don't know who all has leaked what, if it's even a leak. Um, I mean, they send the stuff out to dealers like mm-hmm. this time of year just so we know what to order for uh, the upcoming year, but they have changed some things. And AccuCarbon is just their big thing this year because um, I've said it, I don't know, almost every podcast I've been on so far, um, Victory <laughs> Spinal Line right out of the box. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Easton, I'll say it, they've probably lost some market share just because – and when Victory uh, straight up just labels the spine on where um, you can fletch your arrows up on, um, makes it so much easier. So uh, Easton utilizes the AccuCarbon technology, which basically is just keeping the spine all the way throughout um, the shaft. Um, therefore, um, I'll say they're claiming you don't need to spine align them. Yeah. So. Like um, as if there's there's really not a spine. There's no overlap, right? In yeah. fibers, creating a thicker section of mm-hmm. shaft that spirals down the arrow. Right. So you can basically just throw it by the wayside. Yeah. Fletch it up where it is, and however you send want. it. Yep. I still check their straightnesses. I still roll them. Yes, they're extremely straight. If you uh, pay for, which I say it's worth it, pay for the match grade. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. They're straight as all can be. Um, and they do have uh, some new components coming out, and that I'm excited about. Um, hopefully, they are, uh, how do I say it, a little bit better than what they were. <laughs> um, 
uh, I'm not going to say they were like terrible ever. It's just they've revamped them. So, um, and by components, you're referring to like outserts, outserts, knocks. inserts, knocks, that sort of thing. Um, different collars and whatnot. And some of those collars I can talk about because they have been out. Um, I think they've used them elsewhere. I think they've been out for the last year, but they basically redid the, the collars again, um, mm-hmm. which I haven't played with them. I know Sawyer has. He had them uh, this summer when he was practicing and whatnot. Mm. But Sullivan. Yeah. Um, but Sawyer Sullivan. Sawyer Sullivan with Team USA. Um, I'll just say Team USA. I mean, he's shooting for them a lot. That's about as good as they get, folks. Yeah. God. Easton Arrows, USA made. So, yeah, folks, keep an eye out for that, for some new things coming up from Easton. Uh, we did just want to talk. We have already talked about this before, but yes. just wanted to touch on the uh, the new Stokerized Aluma acrylic Topo series stabilizers. And they've been a big hit. Uh, we've got a lot of traction on social media and YouTube. Uh, I put a post up on LinkedIn as well on my personal page. and that, that. That went over pretty good. And, you know, people are really excited about them. We're going to start getting them in people's hands here soon. So you'll start seeing a lot more coming from that. And uh, just so you know, because of the success that we've seen with that line up already, we're in the process of uh, creating a few new configurations Mm -hmm. as well. I can't get into detail with that. Uh, but we will you keep an eye out for that here probably within the next month or so we'll have a we'll have another launch yeah. on a new uh, variation of uh, of the Aluma. The cool thing about stabilizer. the Alumas, um, not only can you like see the light coming through the other side, but you actually increase the amount of kills you get per season. Yeah, um, I literally threw those on and got two does right away. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's no brainer. Go get them. They're sick. Yeah, I'm not and surprised. Not only that, the colors match your bow. So again, this whole sleek thing and everything matching, mm-hmm. it leads to kills. So, and um, and Rory alluded to this a little bit in our uh, Hollywood or Hollywood in our Halloween uh, Big Lebowski episode. You know, one of the one of the complaints that some people would have. I wouldn't say complaints, but a reason why they may not use an acrylic stabilizer is because they were very uh, glossy. Shiny. Oh, yeah, like the glare or um, something. So people had concerns about that. And so n- now this completely eliminates that. So you've mm-hmm. got a solid uh, color on there that will match your hardware that will also match most of the most of the solid colors that are out on the market as far as coming from bow manufacturers yeah. now. We've got something like to match. Perfect. And then, you know, you've got the cool design of the topo- topographic map etched into etched into that. It exposes the color underneath and when you get in the right light, it glows almost like it's got a light in it. It's, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. cool we have stuff. them in the pro shop too. And, uh, like this morning when that sun comes in, uh, through the windows mm-hmm. it's pretty sweet. It's going off the floor and it's just like that ice blue is just like glowing. I'm like, dude, that's yeah. so sweet. And yeah. then the, that flow red, man, that is just bright. It's so awesome. <laughs> it's sweet. All right. Well, that concludes that portion of uh, the conversation regarding the new products for 2024. And so I I, I did say that I was going to come back and I wanted to talk about our partnership with Go Wild. Mm. Go Wild is a social community for outdoor enthusiasts. And again, like you said, it's very similar to like Instagram. Uh, What's unique about it is that 
you can go in there and you can like, you have your own trophy room, right? So you can post all of your hero shots of, you know, deer, or turkey or bears or squirrels or um, fish, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, based on, you know, there's a lot of parameters, but based on, you know, the size of the animal or the weight of the animal or, or what animal it may be, uh, you get, there's a point system. So you'll get X amount of points for posting uh, that hero shot. And then you can actually increase the amount of points you get by also including the products that you used uh, in, in the taking of that animal. So, and it, it's, it is limited to the products that they sell. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you can still talk about the products, but if they have items that they sell in their shop on the Go Wild app, what you can do is you actually create a, I think it's called a gear box for yourself. So you can go in and you can select all the gear that you use in your hunt. So like for my profile, I've got all the Sitka gear pieces that I use. I've got my Avian X decoys. I've got my broadheads. I've got, you know, um, Vapor Trail products and Stoke Rise products are not on Go Wild yet. I think we do have the Limb Driver Pro on there nice and i think that's through kinsey's because they have a relationship with kinsey's as oh, a, gotcha. a distributor uh so um and i have seen the pro v on there as well they don't sell it but you can actually like tag that product wow. um but so what's cool about that whole experience is that if there's somebody following you or if they're going through their news feed and they see oh that you know they see your success shot they click on it then they can see all the products that that you used and then they can click on that product and they can purchase it right there uh, within the app, which is which is really cool, super convenient. convenient. Yeah, I mean, um, and also the big thing that really um, got me excited about it is just simply the fact that they they're not throttling down your content. Right. Um, it's it's out there for everybody that everybody on the app to see, and when you go to do your search, you can actually select things like uh, I just I just want to see black bear stuff. Yeah. And so your newsfeed will shift to just nothing but black bear. So you can select species, mm-hmm. which is kind of neat. Uh, and then, you know, you can post anything. It doesn't have to be like hero shots, but you, you have your own trophy room, which is kind of cool. It's a, it's a cool little archive for your personal uh, use. And then also other people can go in there and look at it. And so to go back to the point system, what's, what's unique about that is that those points, when you get to certain tiers, then they offer you discounts on, Sometimes it's a specific type of product. Sometimes it's just this coupon is good for 15% off anything in our store, right? which is really cool. They got free shipping uh, anything on anything $50 or more. Any warranty stuff that you have to deal with, you deal directly with them. You don't go to the manufacturer. Right. So a perfect example is I ordered a it's – a, it's a toad fish. Um, it's like a can, metal can koozie. Oh, yeah. But it's got like a little suction cup on the bottom. So – it like sticks to whatever, yeah. as long as it's a, not like a rough surface. Yeah. Like this is perfect. But like on a boat, you can just stick it right on the dash of a boat or something like that. And it, it won't tip over. Yeah. If you try to pull it to the side, it won't tip over. But if you lift it straight up, it comes up off. And that was with your table, like reward points or whatever. Yeah. So I use my reward points and I got that for free. See, they give you more rewards with the points you gain than Utah does for like hunting. <laughs> <laughs> It's a no brainer. They do. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't go wrong. So, uh, and the beauty is too, is that we're going to, well, we'll have vapor trail products on there soon. Um, I'm going to be finishing up, you know, some of the, you know, some of the inside stuff this week so that we can get our products on there. And then also the range podcast is, uh, we've partnered up with their e or their, yeah, their Mm e-commerce, um, 
storefront called Holler. And so the range, we have, a, we have our own shop page that you can go to. And these are products that, uh, you know, that we personally use ourselves. Yes. Uh, and it's somewhat limited because, uh, you know, Go Wild doesn't have every single brand that's out there. So there are some products that Hollywood and I use that um, we can't put in there. But if you go to that page, I'll put a link um, up here on the screen, and then I'll also have it in the description. But if you click that link, it'll take you to our shop, and you can purchase any of those items that we recommend um, directly from that shop. Um, that helps support our podcast, um, which would be greatly appreciated if you did yes. that. And then, and then just so you know, you're not limited to those products either. You can go directly to Go Wild, and you can purchase any of the products that they have on there. Uh, and and so definitely recommend checking out uh, that social media platform. Download it, get it on your phone, try it out, play around with it for a while. It's 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 a really cool app. It's really yeah. fun. Yeah, it's an awesome spot to show off. Yeah. with no judgment. Yeah, it'll be a lot of support. That's what <laughs> it is. I mean, maybe there'll be someone that's like, "Wow, you shot that! You let it grow." No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've yet to see that. Which you know, you get that even on special Facebook groups. Mm -hmm. People still sit there and kind of dog on you. But yeah, it's a great spot to go. And and I've seen nothing but positive stuff. Yeah. I, I haven't seen too much negativity on there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and again, it, they put an emphasis on not censoring stuff. So mm -hmm. to a certain degree, there are some things where, you know, that some things that kind of irk me a little bit, you know, about how sometimes people, what I would consider to be disrespect for the animal after you kill, you know, mm, certain yeah. things that people do, you know, in videos and yeah. photos, photos and things like that. But that's my personal opinion. And it doesn't, you know, it's just, uh, I'm going to keep it to myself and I'm just going to move on. What I know? saw that was kind of cool on there is even like some of the younger kids that maybe shouldn't be on social media, like even in my mm -hmm. eyes, they shouldn't be on there, but, um, they're posting on go wild. Like, like yeah. that, that's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Like at least, you know, this kid can be like, yo, look what I shot. And, all the support for him and mm -hmm. there's nothing like no stuff that he shouldn't see mm -hmm. you know that i guess that you wouldn't see in hunting community anyway right. you know blood and gore but um outside of that you know it's a good spot for them too to i think grow their love for the sport and game so mm -hmm. it's awesome mm -hmm. for sure and it's a great great group of guys that work down there the the whole the the app that is very intuitive uh, they're doing a lot of smart things there and i think it's it's really it's it's taking off in the two years that I've been using it. It's, it's blown up. It's getting bigger and bigger all the time. I'm seeing a, a lot of big sponsors getting in there, a lot of big manufacturers getting in there and getting involved because they can see the advantages of offering, having an offering on their store. So definitely go check that out again. We'll put some links here and, and we'll have some links down in our descriptions uh, on YouTube uh, as well as uh, on our social platforms. So with that, folks, that brings us to the end of this episode. You can find the Range Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. Make sure you head over there, uh, give us a follow, um, go like some of our stuff. Head over to our Vapor Trail YouTube channel. If you like the video, hit that thumbs up button and make sure that you subscribe so you can be up to date on all things archery. If you're listening, do us a favor, uh, give us a rating and make certain that you give us five stars. And with that, we are going to pack up our bows and we're going to hit the range. We're leaving. Have a great day, everybody. Peace. See ya.
VaporTrail is now offering an exclusive discount to the Range Podcast listeners. Enter promo code TRP15, that's T-R-P-15, at checkout for 15% off VTX bowstrings and VaporTrail and Stokerize branded t-shirts, hats, and other gear. 